0: Damn, we lost some gold. Wait, wait
1: for the beat to drop. Hey everyone, welcome to Behind the Bar. My name is Chandler Phillips and this is... James Beery. And today we got a really fun science-based Behind the Bar experiment for us today. Um... Before we get into what we're tasting, why we're tasting, how we're tasting, remember to like, comment, subscribe, check out the was that in good taste, whatnots, and the tasting tables, etc., etc. Um James, how you been? I've been
0: doing not so great. And so I need to get I need to get sloshed
1: well, it's in a, a scientific way. In a scientific way. Well, that's brilliant Respectfully. because we have um two nice heaping pours of tequila in front of us. Um Actually, it is. Uh, what, what kind of tequila did we have? It is up? the Casamigos uh, Reposado. Okay, it's good. It's important to have a Reposado or or some sort of aged tequila in this excited aged. A- aged science experiment that we're doing here because it's it allows. A little bit more to happen. Mm. So, mm-hmm. a little bit uh, about a week or so ago, I had a couple people sent me a video or TikTok or Instagram, something, some short, some sort of short form, some short format uh, infographic. Oh, I love one of those that recommended we try frothing tequila, like you know, pouring a shot of tequila and then using a. Milk oh, frother. I love that.
0: It said James and Chandler.
1: Try this. Try this. Yeah. Fuck.
0: We got added. I didn't realize. That's great.
1: Well, we had to. So you now asked. You... So we had to. So we're gonna try it. Um. And I did a little, little, little surface area digging
0: on. Oh, I can't wait to emotionally and like tangentially react to it. Like I know what I'm saying.
1: The science behind the uh, contrast of flavors here. So for reference, we got um, two little uh, snifter glasses of frothed uh, Casamigos Reposada tequila. And then we have two kind um, of, our control, our control groups are just two shot glasses of about an ounce of the same. Um, I think we should try it controlled first. Then frothed. Then control. What do you think? Let's do it. Oh, you just agree immediately?
0: Yes. I'm pretty pliable. Oh. Like I said, I've been having a
1: bad day, and I'd like a drink. <laughs> this man can be plied. <laughs> Please. So uh, why don't you go ahead and taste the uh, taste the control group right there? Oh, all right. And I'll get into what the in theory is, is happening um, with the tequila as we're doing it. So... What this uh, video had, had said was the act of frothing your, your tequila, specifically, again, an aged one, um, helps bring out a different array of esters and flavors that um, would otherwise kind of be either compacted or subdued or by the strong ethanol flavors within the spirit. So by frothing it, we aerate it, um, causing some of the ethanol to evaporate off. And it's really kind of an inconsequential amount. Um, and in doing so, it just kind of doesn't overshine some of the natural flavors that developed in either the agave nectar... Nectar. <laughs> <or> <laughs> the agave nectar. Agave nectar or the um, barreling. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Taste the control while you explain what your experience with that that tasting was. Well, this is actually very interesting. So this Casamigos
0: Reposado bottle actually is a little old. It's been sitting on the bar at about one third full for the like six or seven months, undrank. So I'm getting. It's an, been there for a while. It's been there for a while. How have I missed it? I don't. I don't know. And. It's tangy. It's like very acidic. Um, I'm still getting a little bit of sweetness. I'm getting a little bit of smoke, but I'm definitely getting a little bit of that. A lot of air has been in the bottle yeah. for kind of a while, but not so much that it's not drinkable. If your friend doesn't know what they're drinking and they're like, Cas amigos,"
1: Where where is the the ethanol burn for you? Like, where does it hit? Because for me, I'm getting a whole lot of kind of vanilla on the on the front of it, which I think is kind of typical of like a Reposado decent tequila where you got kind of like that that beige flavor palette. I'm where. not getting any of that kind of pectin
0: feel in my cheeks. Um, It's kind of laying kind of on my tongue. I'm getting the bitterness in the middle. I'm getting that acidity kind of towards the back of my tongue.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting... It the the heat for me kind of hits more in the the lower Asado. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: warm here.
1: Yeah. Um, you want to go okay. ahead and try the the frothed version now oh, and see what so, kind of? Oh, go ahead.
0: So I'll try the frothed one while you oh, while tell was, us what.
1: Um, I'll tell you about how uh, tequila is pretty neat. <laughs> um, how about you tell what? Well, since you did a little research. I did a little research.
0: As I'm tasting it, that's try something t- tell me
1: what am I supposed to be tasting? So, some of the uh ethanol burn. I guess it's kind of tough now knowing that the the bottle was um on the shelf for so long. But what you should taste is a little is is much more of a nose and much less of a esophage- esophageal esophageal burn from it it should still kind of like you you feel it in your gut when it hits there but before that it should have just a general smoothness and palatability while letting some of the again more um i get i say the beige flavor palette because it's like vanilla um sugar cookie kind of like um Maybe like a touch of banana or caramel, but like a light caramel kind of vibe going on. What are, What are your thoughts, feelings, opinions? Absolutely
0: insane. The ethanol is the, the flavor, the ethanol flavor that knows that burn, that warmth in the chest. Way less uh, prominent. Um, it was buttery.
1: Whoa, yeah, yeah.
0: Very buttery. But there's something very interesting that happened. Taste and control again. Immediately, my entire palate kind of blown out. The sides of my cheek, my mm. tongue. It's absolutely amplified.
1: Much more sensitive to it.
0: There is something, there actually is something very interesting happening here. Wow. It's this has become very buttery. I'm still kind of getting that ethanol-y
1: kind of taste, of course, but it's like reduced. What I'm getting a lot from it is a sugar cookie because it it is buttery, but it's also got like that sweet cooked sugar or like a slightly caramelized sugar. This is actually
0: kind of insane. The texture difference. It is
1: such a drastic.
0: What's causing the texture difference?
1: So that has to do with some of the emulsification of the, um, the oils that were... You know, just a part of the distillate that part that impact the flavors. Um, they're a tad bit more homogenized into the rest of the drink rather than kind of being separated. So, where in the control, you'll taste a distinct difference where some of the ethanol may have separated from some of the um, the oils and esters that are in the in the spirit. So, you'll get. Like a little bit of that of that flavor hmm. from the oils, or maybe not oils, but just the 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 stuff that it's again. There's just a a, a separation between the things.
0: I'm not here to say that you should aerate, calling it frothing, aerating all your liquors, but doing different and interesting things with the things that you have in hand. I think it's like always really fun because you can really discover something just kind of different. Because maybe the next time I want to sip something and I'm like kind of bored by everything in front of me.
1: You can just do something
0: a tad bit more scientific. I can switch it up. Exactly. And that actually even always opens up my mind to thinking about uh, blending cocktails and aerating cocktails as well.
1: So this actually reminds me of when I was uh, working at the bar that I was working at a while ago one of the like go to after shift drinks was we would all do shots of shaken um this exact thing casamigos reposado shaken over ice and i thought at the time it was just the ice and the melting of the ice that kind of did the work to open up the oh drink. it's the shaking but it's the same exact the shaking opened up and aerated aerated so much it made it so much more palatable i Consumed way more alcohol than I should have in this time of my life, but fuck, if it wasn't pretty goddamn delicious. And I gotta say, um, prior to this, to this experiment here, I did try this on my own with uh, Espolón Reposado Tequila. Same results. Same results. Same, right? Scientific yeah. method, you know. Repeatable. Test, repeatable. Test twice, measure thrice. Exactly. And um, I, I, I think I. It's not gonna change. There's the some way. scientists out there who's like, "That's not what the saying is." That's, <laughs> that's not what the saying is. But I think they'd still appreciate it.
0: Cause, that's what you think. Mm, <laughs> that's that's what you think.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not like scientists. He presumes. Are, <laughs> how dare he causation before correlation? <laughs> um. <laughs> I think I'll still enjoy like a casual tequila shot. But like you said, if you're, if you're in a predicament where you're just trying to have a little bit of an elevated version of something that you're used to having, this is a really fun way to try something new.
0: There's a thing I think people always miss, which is sometimes you want to drink, right? So you have a shot of, you'll have a shot of whiskey. You want something else because you're not satisfied. Just like if you got a burger that's not made the way you like it. Mm -hmm. Right. Or the pizza you got wasn't as good as what you wanted. So you get another slice, even if you're not hungry because you just want it right. You know, you just want it right. And sometimes you don't know what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you're looking at old things and not seeing like new ways. So I really like this. I think this is like a very interesting thing. And I'm going to start incorporating this. Into some things, Mm -hmm. for example, um, making like Negronis. I've been making a few of those Uh, recently. You've been, you know, I've been, I've been working on making the perfect Negroni, coming to you at a tasting table (laughs) or something soon.
1: You've been trying to get your money's worth out of that Campari, and
0: And, uh, I I am, man. I'm trying, but I like the Campari. I know this is not a Campari conversation, but I'm telling you, you aerate some Campari because it's grapefruity.
1: Aeration is is a pretty nifty um, culinary hack. Yeah,
0: I think that a lot of the times, like a good example is like the oils. Oh yeah, I'm I'm making this up off the top of my dome. Okay, Mm -hmm. it makes sense. The oils when you drink grapefruit juice, the oils they're denser, they rise to the top, Mm -hmm. right? Like the cream of the crop. You don't see it, yeah, distinctly with your eye, but that's what where it is happening. Bitter compounds, all that stuff. You aerate it you whisk it you drink it within a reasonable amount of time everything's incorporated and emulsified it's emulsified as much as it can be because mm-hmm. it might separate quickly and it'll just it'll change the flavor of what it is especially i think when it comes to like things like b- bitter compounds mm-hmm. i think it'll mask it just a little bit better mainly because it's just so evenly mixed into everything else one thing I think I want to have a little sip and see if, after like thirty seconds or so, if I'm still getting the same sort of bitterness on the end, or if it because cause the re- oils are still there, yeah, they're just redispersed, you know the uh, if there's any microscopic debris or impurities, right, they'd be incorporated evenly now, mm-hmm. But it'd still be there. There'd still be a slight layer, and you've let it sit for
1: a minute. So I'm kind of wondering, so I'm going to do myself a little test. All right, well, you do yourself a little test. I want to pose a question out to the audience, because it was posed to me. When martinis are shaken versus stirred... um shakes a martini? Who, Who shakes a... Ladies and gentlemen, who shakes a martini? People who don't fucking drink martinis. Number one answer on the goddamn board, James motherfucking Bond, bitch. Ding, oh. Drink some shaken, not stirred. Like, that's the whole line. And so I've been led to believe that a shaken martini is actually the... um. Uh, a bastardization of what the ingredients that go into a good martini are honestly at this point i don't know i don't know what to believe because aerating your tequila is pretty fucking dope and if you want to aerate and thoroughly emulsify a dirty martini especially if it's a dirty martini because then you're using like i like that a, i like that idea brine. because
0: then the one of the main problems is that it gets a little oil on top yeah, And the olive juice never really fully incorporates. Or is it supposed to be a float? I don't know. These are the things. I've come to a conclusion.
1: Conclude away, my friend.
0: There is still that burn at the end. Mm-hmm. But I think that this is, I'm positing here. Uh, uh, this is a theory that because it's incorporated so evenly, there is just less of that. Mm-hmm. But after a few seconds, there is that.
1: It does come back. and
0: And... I took a sip of the control as well, the regular non aerated. Same kind of thing after, but mm. just a little bit more intense, just down the middle of my tongue.
1: So there you have it, folks. Aerating your tequila—it's a good temporary little fun little. Uh, hey, you want to try this? Honestly, it'd be fun to do if, like, you were sip shooting, like you know where you're like sipping, but you're trying to get onto the next sip. Or to the next tasting. Until you get to like halfway through,
0: then you shoot it.
1: Yeah. You're working your way up. You're working your way up. So honestly, okay, if you have a tequila, mezcal bar, yada, yada, keep a frother behind it. Because I'm going to say, if someone wants to do a tasting of their tequila and you want to just aerate it real quick, just zip, zip. New trend. That'd be That'd be dope. And it's something that in theory would be consumed quick enough to where it wouldn't revert back to separating and unhomogenizing um, in the way that we would expect. The only problem is repeat um, aeration will cause some of the ethanol to over time evaporate out. Oh boy. And I'm that's... Sure, we're going to lose 0.0001%. Hey. The 0.0001% are very important and they keep this economy afloat. I mean, um, <laughs> job creators. Uh, <laughs> they make the agave. Without them, the agave wouldn't grow. Exactly. They're, they're actually uh, industry titans and we should sacrifice 99.9999. Um, so I know I'm a billionaire,
0: of, but yeah. my father farmed agave.
1: I love how we went from just the simple talk about science and tequila and stuff to now it's just uh, anti-capitalist pro- I'm is sorry. It propaganda or is it just discourse? I mean, it's everything. What's the difference between propaganda and discourse? Propaganda's aerated. Thank you so much for joining us uh, behind the bar. <laughs> My name's Ben Chandler Phillips. I'm James Beery. And uh, keep up with the rest of our stuff. Um... We got some more tasting tables, some behind the bars, etc. Uh, I love you and good night. Peace. Ooh. Okay. Oh. I thought I was going to spit that one over real quick. Ugh.